Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be doing a little update in the Lori Vallow Daybell case and the Chad Daybell case. There are new court dates, Lori just recently pleaded not guilty, and she seems to have a little strategy for court. She also seems to have picked up a little jail friend along her little jail journey. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below, hit that notification bell to all, click like if you support it, and please share this video out where you can. Now, let's get into it. Okay, first things first, there are three upcoming court dates. A motion to dismiss on October 29th, and a motion hearing that same day. Also, there's a court date on November 24th for a motion of change of venue. Let's talk first about the motion to dismiss. In one of my last videos, Chad Daybell's lawyer, John Pryor, wanted the whole case dismissed and he was saying that there was a lack of sufficient evidence and that the case should be entirely dismissed. On the morning of October 29th, Mr. Pryor will get to plead his case. Now here is what the court document said about the grounds to dismiss. It says grounds of motion. Said motion is based upon the lack of sufficient evidence to continue to bind defendant over upon all four charges as presented to the court at the preliminary hearing on August 3rd and August 4th of 2020. Further, the charges are not supported by the evidence and duplicative as allegations against the defendant. Further, the prosecution has yet to present evidence to support when the alleged acts is supposedly to have taken place and if the defendant acted in any manner to support those allegations. So this will be heard the first thing on October 29th. Then, an hour later, the court will hear District Attorney Rob Wood as he filed a motion for Chad and Lori's case to be joined together. And, of course, Mr. Pryor is disagreeing to that as well. Here's what Mr. Pryor says about it. Joining the cases combines the coverage of both defendants, local media, as well as national media, and only adds to the level of attention and knowledge prospective jurors would have in this case. Now, Lori's lawyer, Mark Means, doesn't object to joining the cases. And I do think that Mr. Pryor would really object to anything that isn't in his control, in my opinion. And he has to come from it from all angles. I mean... When it's looking like a sinking ship, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> and Rob Wood made some very great points about joining the cases together. Not just for the efficiency and the fact that there would be the same witnesses and evidence, but he was taking into account also Tylee and JJ's loved ones and what they would be going through if there were two separate cases. 
So it's a no-brainer to me, in my opinion. Let me know what your thoughts are below. Now about the change of venue. This will be heard in court on November 24th. There has been talk about changing the venue and here it is. Now, according to East Idaho News, they were told by three people that a woman approached these three people and said that she had been hired by a Boise firm to conduct surveys about the case. And the woman asked them if they had heard of the Daybells, if they thought Chad and Lori were guilty, and also if anything might change their minds during a trial. So I do wonder what the results of that survey is and perhaps this is the reason why they did the change of venue um, because of those results. Now a jury trial is set to run for Chad Daybell from January 11th to 29th. And I was thinking about the dates and how long it is from the 11th to 29th, but I was wondering, man, I hope that jury has a, a flow chart or <laughs> Something along that lines because remember when this first came out, everybody was scratching their heads and there's a lot of people who are still scratching their heads going, I don't even know who's who. So uh, it's going to be interesting because it, it is hard to follow in the beginning. There's so many moving parts. Now Lori's trial is set to begin on April 2nd and there is a pre-trial on February 25th as well. Now let's talk about Lori's attire and her request to wear her own clothing at trial. The judge actually has granted that request. Now, some people may say, why are we even talking about what she's going to wear? But this is very important for a few reasons. There was a study done and found that juries convict attractive people less often. It said more attractive defendants in court are less likely to be found guilty than less attractive ones. It also says in criminal cases, better looking defendants receive lower sentences. And when I was reading this, and I will put it in the description below, there were more than 30 studies conducted over the past 60 to 70 years, it said. It says every participant was given a survey to determine the degree to which they processed information in a rational or experiential manner. Information processing can proceed through two pathways, a rational one and an experiential one. The former is characterized by an emphasis on analysis, fact, and logical argument, whereas the latter is characterized by emotional and personal experience. The jurors were given a case study where they were exposed to four photographs of the defendant and his or her general profile. It says participants were later asked to listen to the case's closing arguments. Afterward, the participants were asked whether they would find the defendant guilty, and if so, what sentence they would recommend. And in terms of sentencing, it says the jurors that processed information in more of an experiential manner gave an average of 22 months more jail time for those that they deemed unattractive. And those same jurors found less good-looking defendants guilty 22% more of the time than good-looking ones. This is very interesting to me. So now Lori is allowed to wear her own clothing with a condition though that as long as it's her own clothing. That's the one stipulation. She's gonna need all the help she can get right now. And in my opinion, it's not the clothing that would hinder her, it's that freaking smirk. Although on one hand, she probably would be wearing a mask. I mean, if we're still wearing a mask down the road in April. But then again, if she takes it off, we can see her Jolly Rancher lipstick in that infamous smirk that we always see. So who knows? All we know is Lori thinks she looks good. 
So now, on the flip side, in another study, they noted wearing jail attire will get you convicted at a higher rate, which kind of makes sense. In the study, it said, an image of a person in an orange prison jumpsuit may elicit contentions that he or she is in fact guilty because they are already depicted as a prisoner. So I am interested now what she actually chooses to wear in the courtroom. I did make a comment previously about Chad Daybell choosing to wear a red tie to court. I know he did it once. I don't remember if he did it more than one time, but I do remember making a comment on that red tie. And in my opinion, that was the wrong choice. He's in court and it's about children who were murdered. So... I would have ripped it off if he was my client. I'd say, like, no, you're not wearing red. But on the other hand, keep wearing red, Chad, if it gets you behind bars. Now, back to Lori. We know that she's very concerned about her looks, and she wants to look pretty, as others have stated. Melanie Gibb stated that in an interview that she knows that Lori would like to look as pretty as she can. And I believe Kay Woodcock also mentioned something along the lines of Lori liking the attention. Actually, there's quite a few people who talked about that, that she likes the attention in the courtroom, and we've seen that display as well. And a couple weeks ago, there was a story about Lori making a little friend in jail. The inmate helped Lori get ready for court, and she said a few things, including this. She knew she was the main story, and she liked it. So she comes to the door and has on this bright pink lipstick. She says, how does it look? I hesitantly paused and said, oh, you look good. I gave her some tips and said she could use a regular lead pencil to draw in her eyebrows and helped her get ready for court. It was also mentioned in the article from East Idaho News about the Jolly Rancher lipstick. I say Kool-Aid, but now we know Jolly Rancher. I mean, choices, choices. So this inmate says that Lori knew how big of a deal the hearing was and looked forward to it. When she returned to her jail cell hours later, she wanted to watch the news with the inmate. And so the inmate says, as the news came on, she said, here it comes, here's my story, turn it up, let's see what they say about me now. And then she also says, and this is the classic everybody's shaking their head at, I'm sure. She says, I remember before one of those meetings, she ran her fingers from her head down her body and said, we'll see if all of this is worth one million. Now, Lori, I know you think you're all that in a bag of chips, but you'd be lucky if you're worth a bag of chips at this point, in my opinion. Now, I also wonder if she was asked why are you in jail? And if she actually answered, I really wonder what her answer would be. Do you think it'd be delusional? Do you think it'd be just like some weird excuse? What are your thoughts? What do you think she would say if she was actually asked that? Let me know in the comments below. I'm super curious. So I know it's been a little bit of time since I've done a deep dive on this case. What are you curious about? Let me know also in the comments below. Let's have a chit chat and be on the lookout this week for live streams in my regular channel and also in my membership. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. 
We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. She, the inmate also says about Lori, so she comes to the door and has on this bright pink lip dick. Lip dick. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.